Good evening and welcome to another night of Walk It Out. Um, my name is Gretchen Cannon. I'm the community pastor here at Grace and we've been talking about becoming a disciple and disciples of Jesus and what that looks like. And so I want to get into today what it means to walk in his ways. And so let me pray for us. Father, we thank you like for who you are, not just to us and for us, but in us. Like as we sit with you, we get the privilege and the opportunity to be conformed to your image. And that is a blessing. And so, Father, as we dive into more and more revelation of what you've shown us here at Grace Church about what it means to look like a disciple of Jesus, I ask, Holy Spirit, for you to speak the things to each heart listening that you want and that we need to hear. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you go back to our definition of what a disciple is, it's somebody that abides in him lives connected to him all the time. And out of that, with the triangle and the arrows, it flows to where we walk in his ways. We look more and more like him. We're conformed to his image. We're even transformed. And then out of walking in his ways and looking like him, his character and his nature, then we go and do the works that we saw Jesus do. And we live by every word that proceeds from his mouth to us. And so... As we've been talking about, uh, we started off talking about scriptures that include abide ways and works. And then last week we got into just scriptures and what it really means to abide. And so today I want to shift over to the bottom right corner of that triangle about what it looks like to walk in his ways. Now, let me be very clear. This is not something like you go and do. This is what you become after being with. And I'm reminded even of that um, Greek word for the word repent. It actually means to be changed with after being with, to sit with him until he changes your mind. And so I love that there's scripture after scripture after scripture that shows us as we live connected to him as our vine that we will begin to look more like him. It's not something that we set out and do. It's who we've become. And so as a disciple actively follows Jesus, they are changed by him from the inside out. And then they're committed to advance his kingdom one heart at a time. And so another, another way that you can look at it is if we're devoted to who Christ is and knowing him, then we will be developed into who he is. And out of that, he will send us out. He will deploy us to do the works of him. I want to read this scripture in uh, 2 Corinthians. It was so cool. The Lord gave me the scripture this morning while I was getting ready. And, um, and then it got text to me by my husband just about half an hour later, and I was like, this is total confirmation that uh, we need to start out with the scripture today because I had not planned on it at all. So 2 Corinthians 2, starting in verse 14, says, God always makes his grace visible in Christ, who includes us as partners of, the, of his endless triumph. Through our yielded lives, 
He spreads the fragrance of knowledge of God everywhere we go. So right there, it starts with abiding. Like God makes his grace visible in Christ, right? Who includes us as partners in his endless triumph through our yielded lives. So as, as we yield in setting with the Lord, as we yield in spending time in his presence, in his word, in worship, like we can't help. It says right here, he spreads the fragrance of knowledge of God wherever we go. Now, get into that. I'm not talking about knowledge, like we're going to speak. But like if he spreads who God is everywhere we go, then he spreads peace and patience and kindness and gentleness, faithfulness, self-control and love everywhere we go. I love that. Verse 15 says, We have become the unmistakable aroma of the victory of the anointed one to God, a perfume of life to those being saved, and the odor of death to those who are perishing. The unbelievers will smell a deadly stench that leads to death, but believers smell the life-giving aroma that leads to abundant life. And who of us can rise to this challenge? Okay, so I don't want to get into the whole of the scripture because I want to stay focused on what it looks like to walk in his ways. And, and let me say that again. It's becoming who he, has, who he is conforming us into, not something we go and do. But right here, it talks about when our yielded lives are in partnership with him, then he can smell the fragrance or he can spread, excuse me, the fragrance of beautiful things wherever we go. And those that reject him, we will smell, it says right here, like an odor of death. Like it won't be pleasant to them. But those that are in Christ and those that are being drawn in by the power of the Holy Spirit to be in Christ, like we will be a beautiful fragrance. Now, that's not something you can do on your own. Now, yes, you can put perfume on, but that's not what it's talking about. We're going to look, we're going to sound, we're going to act, and right here, we're going to even smell of the fragrance of God. Like, that's awesome. I want to just go through some scriptures for you, and I encourage you, like, ask the Lord which one of these, maybe write them down. But which one of these does he want you to set in? Not to go and do, but to renew your mind as you live connected to him. This is what will be formed in you. So John 13, 35 says, By this all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. When you love each other unconditionally, you are going to know, like people are going to know, that you're a disciple of Jesus. Why? You live connected to him and you walk in the way of his love as you go and do life. Of course, they're going to know you're a disciple. Like, that's awesome. John 17, 3 says, and this is eternal life, that they may know you, the one true God, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you've sent. As we live connected to him, we have this experiential knowing 
of Christ, and we are able to permeate and take that everywhere we go. A very popular one is Galatians 5, the fruit of the Spirit, verses 22 through 25 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and its desires. And if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Right here, like this is a verse that I've used to try to get people to be kind. I don't know about you, just being very transparent here. But this verse has also been used on me. Like, well, if you, you don't have any fruit of the Spirit because you're not being kind. Well, for one, that is living transactional relationships. That is living under an old covenant economy with each other. So if we put on our new covenant lenses, if we walk in the new covenant economy, then we will encourage each other when we're not being patient, when we're not being kind, to go and sit with him, to renew our mind to the indwelling life of Christ that's within us. And out of that connectedness and that union, then kindness comes. This weekend, on Saturday afternoon and evening, I just didn't feel good. I was worn out, just just a little bit overwhelmed with trying to get my boys packed for camp and and not even as much of, of things to do, just as like I I was longing to rest my body and to rest my mind. But the things that really had to be done in order for them to get gone for camp had to be done, right? I well, I guess I could have sent them with some dirty clothes, but I'm just saying, like, I had things affecting me in my mind, and I wasn't living connected to the life of Jesus. Therefore, my kindness was not displayed. And the Lord reminded me the next morning, I ran into a note on my phone that I I wrote a while ago, where it just says, like, I want to be the face of God to my husband, to my boys. And to my coworkers, and I was not the face of the Father. My face did not reflect the face of the Father. And so I went to them and repented, and I said, I'm sorry for the way I acted. Now, I'm not trying to be kind, but I wasn't renewing my mind to who I am in Christ on Saturday. If I would have been doing that, Kindness would have been a little bit easier to tap into. When you look at these scriptures, those of you that know how to eat the word, those of you um, that aren't familiar with that term, we're going to get into it before too long. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a session kind of on what it is. Not really teach you how to eat the word, but I'm going to talk about why we call it that and, and just some different things there. But those of you that know how to eat the word, get into those fruits. And I think you'll be shocked to find out that they're nouns. But the fruit of the Spirit are these things. Like that's what we are to become. We are to become love. We are to become joy as we live connected to Him. It's not something we set out to do. Like there's freedom in that. There's freedom in that. 
read a couple more for you tonight. First John uh, 2, 3 through 6 says, Now by this we know that we know, excuse me, I'm going to start over here because I have too many of the no's all in there. <laughs> now by this we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He who says, I know him and doesn't keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Now listen to that. He who says that he abides in him. So like my family knows I say my goal is to always abide in him. It says then that Gretchen ought herself to also walk as he walked. I should also walk in patience and love and kindness and peace and joy. And so when I'm not, then I'm not staying connected in my mind, my will, and my emotions to who I am in Christ. And so right here, I get to keep his command of living connected to him. If I will renew my mind, that I am one with him in my spirit, that he chose me like this farm girl, (laughs) to come and live and reside in. The one that's made mistakes after mistakes and continues to. Like he chose to take up his residence within me, inside of me. Now think about that for yourself. Like, does that make you really want to be mean to people? No, it doesn't. And so... I encourage you to remind yourself of these truths over and over and over. One of my very favorite verses, uh, not just as a parent, but as a daughter of the king. 3 John 1.4 says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Like I love more than anything to see my children walk in the truth of who they are. And I desperately am so overjoyed to see when my children remind each other that they're not walking in the truth of who they are in Christ. Like, that is so awesome. And so think about it as a parent where I see through a glass dimly. I'm so overjoyed by that. Think of how much further, how much greater the Lord, the Father is so excited with joy that abounds when we walk in truth. I I so love that. A couple more here. And I encourage you to dig into uh, 2 Peter 1, verses 5 through 11. I'm not going to read that for you tonight, but I encourage you to dig into that. And then John 6, uh, 28 through 29 says, Then they said to him, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? And Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God that you believe in him who he sent. Like, it is important that we go back to living connected to him if we're going to not just do the things that Jesus did, but if we're going to be love, if we're going to be peace, 
not the verbs, but if we're going to become that, like we have to believe those truths so very much. And John 15 is packed with really good nuggets. I encourage you to dive in. I encourage you to take just John 15 itself. It does talk about abiding, but it also has ways and works throughout it. And set and ask the Father, like, hey, what scriptures are you showing me right now in this, like in this passage that have to do with abiding in you? What scriptures am I looking at right now that have to do with ways? Let him point those things out to you. Let him show you where abiding is. Let him show you where um, ways is, uh, walking in his ways, and let him show you where works is. It's fascinating when you start putting on that lens of uh, what a disciple looks like. And um, before we close here, I, um, I do want to pray for us. I think it's, uh, I'm looking for a note here that I can't find at the moment. It's all right. Can't find it. Maybe I don't need it. Need to share it. But um, I want to pray for us. But what I want, what I want you to set with this week. Yes, living connected to him is how we're conformed to his image. Hearing his voice, walking out the things, the truths that he tells us um, in our obedience. Like, hey, you are loved. Hey, you are a daughter of the king. Hey, you are a royal priesthood. Those types of things. But I want you to sit with him and ask him, like, where have I tried to go and do the ways of you instead of letting the ways of you be conformed inside of me, like to be completely um, changed from the inside out? Where have I tried to go and do it in my own effort? And where have I allowed my union, my loving union with you to, to be developed, like to have your character and your nature developed within me. So I encourage you, sit with him this week on that. Like write down what the Lord shows you and then ask him, okay, what am I supposed to do about that? Like, do I need to remove new my mind to a truth? Do I need to set an alarm that reminds me, hey, Gretchen, don't do it within yourself. But but live connected to him. And then I encourage you to go walk it out. So Father, we thank you for our time together. We thank you that it's nothing that we do to walk in your ways, your character and your nature as a byproduct of our union with you. We thank you. We are so honored that we get the privilege, that we get the amazing privilege to walk out love, peace, patience, joy, kindness. And those are just a few of your characters and your nature from our spirit man out through our soul. Forgiveness. Man, what a great character trait. So Father, we give you permission to speak whatever it is that you wanted us to hear to our heart as we go throughout this weekend as we enter in even to next week. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen.